views expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show that's coming up right next. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everybody. Oh, super duper welcome to everybody out there. Oh, man. We got a great lineup for you today. We're going to talk about two of, hold on, two of my favorite, two of my favorite conversations. One is all about what we can learn about our world, what's changed in it, how it affects our health. But also, we're going to bring in an amazing expert to really take the lid off of the gluten conversation. Thanks to my guest for the first hour today, who I will introduce in a minute, uh, we're going to be talking about gluten. We're going to be opening up these phone lines. We're going to be getting your questions on here. Uh, we'll take your instant feedback as well. Uh, but this is really big, big, big conversation. Many of you have, uh, of course, uh, heard us talk about this now for years uh, we've been talking about the controversy as it stands uh, in the world around food regarding gluten. And we've been doing it since pretty much my own healing journey around this. Uh, pretty much, I would say, we go back to 2006 with the conversation, but now we're a lot smarter. And then we are getting ready to get into it. Winning at the Game of Life, my co-host Lynn Brown will be here, the colorful world of energy. So we've got a lot to chat with you about today. We're so thrilled to be bringing you some of the really most amazing conversations. Um, And uh, as we said before, you're going to start to see a new look on our websites at uh, Transformation Talk Radio, The Dr. Pat Show. We're starting to fine-tune those things for you. Um, as we step forward and launch technology, right, you, there are things that we do initially, and thanks to your feedback, we get to do better. Shout out to Mr. Benny. Hello, Mr. B. What up? How are you? I took, your hel- I took your helmet. You did? I did. I think Lynn's going to have her helmet today, too, but I'm not sure. I think she might it's be possible. writing. She might I mean, be writing. It's possible. Yeah. It's a great day for it. It's it a great day. It will be all week long, so I took full advantage. I know. I know. Today's like the scorcher, though, here. Isn't it supposed to be well, the 90? Well, you know, that's depending on it's location. It's depending? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, the good news is Linda's here from the East Coast. And, you know, even though it's hot, she's not having to deal with the humidity back there. Because right. we always get this little breeze. Mm-hmm. And all the other stuff is going on back uh, East. They've had a year. Yeah. Jeez. I'm telling you, isn't it crazy? I know. I love living in Seattle. I'm all sorry. Right, you got to love it. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Mr. Taylor. Hello, Taylor. 
He will be picking up the phones for all of us today. He's waving to everybody. He's waving to everybody. Wave to everybody because I think they can get you on the Everyone camera. Everyone in their cars sort of, are waving back at you. It's just like, oh. <laughs> yeah, whoa. Do the queen. Oh, there there we go. Oh, nice queen wave. Nice. Was that pretty good? He, he does a good job. He that. does a good job. <laughs> yeah. He wasn't talking about me, Taylor. Oh, he, he did the double hand wave there. He did the, the double, double hand. hand. <laughs> uh, well, Benny, guess what? We're going to talk about gluten today. And mm-hmm. we've got a fabulous, fabulous guest joining us here. You know, Dr. Alessio Fasano. I love, love, love what he has done. Now, here's the deal. This book is called Gluten Freedom. And I wish I'd have had this book in my hand like about seven years ago. But I had a great naturopath who kind of, you know, was right in line with the good doctor about what is happening. We're going to find out today because the book is called Gluten Freedom. Amazing. You know, this is the nation's leading expert. And, and, you know, this is what we're going to talk about. This is the essential guide to healthy gluten-free lifestyle. And there's a reason you want to think about this for a minute. And there are actually a lot of reasons. So today you get to take that journey with us as we look at what this means from gluten-free beer To gluten-free pizza, there's no denying that the great gluten debate has taken America by storm, literally by storm. $6.3 billion question, the net worth of the gluten-free industry to date. So how can consumers cut through the craziness, the pseudoscience, the fiction, uh, so that we can understand what this is going on in the world with gluten? And, you know, you need to have people that are experts. You know, I mean, it's really interesting. Um, There was a very famous actress, Benny, on a very famous late night talk show that out of the blue, just very, you know, like a very late female talk show host at night and a friend guest of her, very popular Oscar winning guest. And out of this person's mouth says, I think the whole gluten thing is a bunch of bunk. (laughs) Clearly. Different word or bunk? No, I had to say a different word. I couldn't say the word that they say on that show. Keep it clean, keep it safe. That show that's going off the air. Right. Yeah, I couldn't say it, though. Um, But obviously these two have not been. And, you know, they went through some they went through, you know, some ridiculous conversation about how poor gluten free food is. Well, guess what? We have come a long way, baby. And for some of us, it's not a bunch of bunk. You know, some of us, we know what it's like to put gluten in our bodies and feel like crapola, the bottom line to that. And so today, thanks to Dr. Fasano, we're going to talk about what this means. Uh, He's a founder and director of the Center for Celiac Research at Mass General Hospital for Children. And if you don't think kids are affected by this, fasten your seatbelt for today's show. Um, he is one of the leading research and treatment centers for gluten-related disorders. He's also a visiting professor at Harvard Medical School, trained in Naples, Italy. Um, he has been featured in hundreds, hundreds of different articles, New York Times, Wall Street Journal. I can go on and on, but I really want you all to hear from him. Dr. Fasano, thank you for joining me here today. It's great to have you on the show. Thank you so much for all of your work. Thank you. Well, Pat, thank you for having me on the show. It's really refreshing to hear the background and the start. Yeah. You know, let's just start with a conversation about you and your passion. 
you know, I would imagine that you had pretty much your choice of what you would do in this world, how you would go about it, uh, what that would mean for your life, given where you've studied and given your passion, given your smarts, so to speak. What is it about the direction that you've decided to go in for your life, the Center for Celiac Research and Treatment? How, what is this journey? How did you get from being, you know, a young boy in Naples to now being here, this amazing leading expert on a topic that is so controversial? What's that? What was your journey like? If I have to be honest to tell you the truth, Please. it's not really glamorous, actually. <laughs> uh, you know, when I was in Naples training uh, to become a physician, celiac disease was a big deal. Mm. I was so much sick about it that by the time that I was offered a job in the United States, I said, I'm not going to take it, so not only for, you know, the opportunity, but also because, you know, I want to do something else other than celiac disease. And uh, that's the pure truth. I came over here knowing that I was going to see less patients with celiac disease than in Italy. But I was shocked, surprised that time passed by and I didn't see any to the point in which I started to wonder, what's going on here? Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, I wrote the first article in which, you know, the, the, you know, the title being, you know, of Speak by Itself, where all the American students gone? Where are they? And again, when I started to you know, puzzle about all this. There was the time in which in Europe, on the other hand, there was the impression that there was this surge of cases of celiac disease. Yeah. And also we start to learn that to have celiac disease, you have two ingredients that you got to have for this recipe. You have to be born genetically skewed, so a risk. And then you have to eat gluten. Both of the things are happening here in the United States, and yet celiac disease was not here. Right. So that's the reason why this sparked my interest. And when I started to really focus on that, that this was the beginning of the 90s, many of the colleagues said, this is a professional suicide. Why do you want to do this? You know, see, this does not exist here. We are trying to sell, you know, freezers in the North Pole. And they advised me otherwise. The rest is history. Yeah. Well, let's talk about this for a minute, because this is why I wanted you to share this story. You know, the, the question mark always becomes whenever we hear stories like that is, you know, how, how, how could celiac not be here in the United States? Or have we done a really good job of throwing everything right into a big autoimmune bucket? You see what I'm saying? I don't really know the answer. What do you think? Well, again, if you don't know what you're dealing with, uh, you don't see it. So that was the, the lesson learned. You know, if if you leave uh, in a in a room and and somebody brings in an elephant that's huge, and you never seen the animal, and uh, you know somebody asks, "Have you seen an, an elephant before?" And you say, "No, I don't know what you're talking about." So we have a different perception of what celiac disease was uh, the early 90s. Mm -hmm. We thought that this was a pediatric condition, i.e. affecting only kids, was a situation in which, you know, clinically you present with what we call malabsorption syndrome, i.e. the kids with a big belly, you know, mm -hmm. weight loss and uh, chronic diarrhea and so on and so forth, that there has to be, you know, fair skin, blonde, uh, you know, in other words, the prototype that was described, you know, many, many years ago. And if you look at that direction, it was true. See, the disease did not exist here. We learned over time, and now we know too well, that there is no age spared. There is no sex spared. There is no color of skin spared. There is no latitude in the world that's spared, provided that you have these two key elements. And again, 
the war of this autoimmune process starts in the gut, but actually can affect any tissue and organ. So it's not true that necessarily you have to be skinny and lose 40 pounds. You can be overweight and have a seated disease. But because of this misconception, it was concluded that seated disease did not exist here. And when we start really to make waves and describe what really seated disease is all about, mm-hmm. how it presents itself, and so on and so forth, people start to really see the light. At the beginning, I have to say, it was, you know, an uphill battle. Yeah. Uh, and, and now nobody will even consider the possibility that only 15 years ago, people were absolutely close-minded about it. Yeah. And now it seems to be something that everybody will accept. Yes, it does. And it's it's important because people are sick. They're not well. And this information of the book you wrote and your work is really prof- profoundly eye-opening. Today's show is amazing. For those of you out there, I just want you to know that at any point in time during the show, you can ask a question. You can call in 1-800-930-2819, or you can go to the Dr. Pat Show dot com website and ask your question right on the bottom. You can ask your question right there on our instant feedback. When we come back, we're going to walk you through the maze of what we're calling gluten freedom and celiac. We're going to take you on a journey, separate as the good doctor has done, uh, separate fantasy uh, from fact and share with you what this is like for the people that are suffering and now getting some absolute freedom. Guess why? Because we've got uh, some of the most incredible information to share with you. Gluten Freedom is the book. Uh, Dr. Alessio Fasano joining me here today. Uh, This is the conversation that if you're wondering about it, if you're looking at your kid, you're not wondering why they're tired all the time, why their stomach is sick, and we're going to talk about the many, many other symptoms right here. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with the show. keep your lifestyle in retirement? It's a question people often wonder about. Ask Ameriprise Financial Advisor Jeff Packman about the new Confident Retirement Approach. You and Jeff can break down retirement planning step-by-step to get the real answers you need. Call Jeff Packman Financial Advisor today at 425-453-0272. Offices located at 601 108th Avenue Northeast, Suite 1800, Bellevue, Washington, 98004. The Confident Retirement Approach is not a guarantee of future financial results. Investment and advisory products and services are made available through Ameriprise Financial Services Incorporated, a registered investment advisor. Ameriprise Financial Services Incorporated, member of FINRA and SIPC. Holistic Medical Center is where you find it all. A healthy space with doctors who care, see, and listen to the whole you. Hi, this is Dr. Darvish. If you have not found an answer to your chronic symptoms, you will find answers here at Holistic Medical Center. Our doctors find the root cause of your symptoms and guide your body towards healing naturally. We transform lives from within. Visit drdarvish.com or call 425-451-0404. Do you want to enjoy your salad dressing without the guilt of calories, processed ingredients, salt, and carbohydrates? Galios miso dressings are created in a certified organic plant with all natural organic ingredients. Choose from six delicious flavors. Order your dressings online now and get free shipping. Mention Dr. Pat and you will get an additional 10% discount. Visit www.galeoscafe.com. That's G-A-L-E-O-S-Cafe.com. 
Tune in to Sheer Alchemy with Leslie Fontaine on TransformationTalkRadio.com and get ready to stir up your passions, remove your blocks, and shift into an entirely new existence. Speaker, teacher, channel, clairvoyant, Leslie Fontaine is a transformation catalyst who channels a powerful energy from source to catapult listeners into living the life they were born to live. Whether it's shifting from scarcity to abundance, from emotional pain into joy, or from illness into health, Leslie will help you step into the true essence and power of all that you are with the help of the Ascended Masters and Archangels. You will not be the same. Visit TransformationTalkRadio.com for show dates and times and LeslieFontaine.com to say yes to explosive abundance. Tune in to Angels and Answers with Artie Hoffman, the hottest psychic with the warmest heart, every Friday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time and 1 p.m. Eastern Time on Transformation Talk Radio. With passion and a sense of humor, he delivers spiritual and motivational messages for both individuals and groups of people and is internationally known for his amazing psychic abilities. Don't forget to call in at 800-930-2819 for live on-air readings and visit Artie at ArtieHoffman.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Welcome back to the show. Um, You know, this is really a conversation to remember, you know, what does it mean to be unaware of what is in our food supply, is in the things that we drink, uh, in the restaurants that we go out to? You know, what is it about what, uh, you know, Gluten Freedom, the book that I have in front of me, Thanks to Dr. Fasano. What is it about this book and about what's in here that really is shining a light on uh, what some people are calling one of the most or fastest spreading conditions that we have right now? And no end, really, to stop the infiltration of gluten in thousands of forms in our food, in our drinks. You wouldn't even believe how this stuff is being used. But I'm not the expert. Dr. Fasano is. Thank you for joining us here, Dr. Fasano. I would love for you to talk with folks about, you know, what is celiac and what is the issue with gluten in our society today? Well, again, uh, celiac disease now, by all means, is considered an autoimmune disorders like having diabetes, uh, MS, rheumatoid arthritis, but one of a kind, because, again, uh, um, like any other immune disease, you have to be genetically predisposed, you have to have many genes, uh, and you have to be exposed to an environmental trigger that is mismanaged by the immune system because of your genetic makeup. In general, the immune system is there to defend us against these enemies, but in people, they are predisposed to autoimmunity, the weapons of the immune system are pointed toward their own body rather than against the enemy. What is unique about CD disease is that uh, is the only condition for which we know the enemy, that is gluten. And matter of fact, it's the only autoimmune disease for which we have a very, very effective treatment. Because if you take from the recipe one of the two ingredients, in this case the instigator, the immune system has no enemy to fight, was shut down, and you know, the weaponry and everything goes back to normal. And a well-treated 
patients with celiac disease would not have the symptoms anymore, and the damage of the intestine, i.e., the, uh, the attack to the intestine is gone, and therefore, you know, be totally indistinguishable from everybody. Now, this is an important concept because, again, when we start this quote unquote crusade to increase the awareness of celiac disease, when there was no food available, there was little recognition, physicians didn't know even how to spell celiac disease, we tried to achieve a goal to improve the quality of life for people with celiac disease. Now, the pendulum went all the way to the other hand. Now, this becomes very fashionable to the point in which superficial judgments, as you just mentioned before, will make statement that this is a fad. Yeah. There is no question there is a fat component, but also there is no question that, you know, for people that suffer celiac disease and other gluten-related disorder, this is the way to stay healthy. By all means, the gluten-free diet is like insulin for diabetics. So I really have a problem when the people that generalize with this very superficial statement, no matter how visible and iconic are these individuals, they better do their own work before to make this kind of statements. I agree with you completely on this because, you know, there are symptoms that, you know, patients with gluten sensitivity experience. And then you are the expert and we have to separate, you know, these sensitivities from other forms. But that's really the work that you do. And that's really what the center is about, isn't it? Absolutely. And again, I have to say that, uh, you know, um, you know, the beauty of our job as a physician is that, you know, and nothing is set in, in, in stones. You know, everything that is true and, and dogmatic today can be, you know, junk tomorrow. And, you know, you have to accept, you know, the, the evolution of what is the healthcare and, and the clinical evidence. You know, until the recent past, we believe that, you know, the only gluten-related disorder was celiac disease. Now mm-hmm. we know there are other forms like right. gluten sensitivity, with allergy, that can mimic celiac disease and symptoms. And these people, like people with celiac disease, they would not be well. They would not stay healthy unless they embrace the gluten-free diet. And again, I believe that, you know, partially responsible this, you know, um, a revolution, if you wish, and the fashionable gluten-free trendy, uh, you know, attitude is due to our job to increase awareness it went way far from what we expected. And that's the reason the, and the rational to write the book so that people would understand where are the facts and where are the fantasies. And, and again, you were mentioned before mm-hmm. availability of gluten-free products and, and yeah. where gluten comes from and so on and so forth. You know, our grandparents, no more than two generations ago, they knew exactly where gluten was coming from. You eat pasta, you eat gluten. You drink beer, you eat you ingest gluten. Right. You have pizza, you eat gluten. Right. Now, you know, gluten is used, you know, promiscuously in the food industry, also as a filler, as an additive, you know, uh, and therefore you may have a product that apparently should be gluten-free, like, I don't know, uh, chicken or anything, and turns to be, you know, uh, a product that have gluten in it. So, you, get, you, you know, the, the life of who has to embrace a strict gluten-free diet is not easy. Um, because of uh, the fact that gluten is used so frequently in the food industry. Yeah. You know, uh, uh, my family is uh, from Italy, right? Uh, and so you're absolutely right. When my, when my grandparents uh, came over here, my mother came over here, it was very, very clear. You know, when, when we had pasta, we knew it was pasta. When we had uh, uh, soup, it was soup. There wasn't gluten in the soup unless she put, uh, you know, put pasta in the soup. 
I mean, so things were very, very clear right now to us. We didn't I didn't grow up in a family where, you know, we had a lot of things that came out of boxes until later on in my life. Right now, everything is like a mystery, even if the box doesn't say right. I mean, this is true, isn't it? If the box may not say contains gluten, It, it may not say that. And so That's how right. do people know what they're, you know, what they're taking in and what are the consequences, you know, for people that are sensitive if they do happen to eat something or put something in their body that's got gluten? Well, again, uh, this was the story in terms of the lack of a clear clarity of labeling of foodstuff until mm. the recent past, until the Food and Drug Administration finally, after almost a decade of, of a, a home working, uh, there mm. was, by the way, mm. fueled by our center. We start this, you know, with uh, the late Senator, you know, Ted Kennedy, uh, you know, almost 10 years ago. Uh, finally, this food labeling, uh, you know, bill was implemented, and in August 2013, the the yeah. obligation to say if there is gluten in that box to say so. But you made a very clear point, Pat, that is very well taken. We live in the fast track of lifestyle nowadays compared to our you know, parents and grandparents. And, you know, this is convenient that you go to the uh, food store and you got the, the, the dinner tray that you just stick in the, um, you know, uh, microwave and uh, in two minutes you have served dinner, but you pay a price. Yeah. Because, again, yes, you mentioned, you don't know what is in there. And, and again, uh, you know, what would be the best way to approach this? Well, I think that, again, without going to back mm-hmm. to the cave and start all over again, that I don't think that would be practical. But, you know, savviness and, 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 and change in lifestyle in which we regain a little bit of control what we do in life, particularly eating, that's such an important, you know, um, activity, may ease up some of uh, our, you know, uh, problems that we face as a society in, in general, particularly in the industrialized countries. Now, this is a well-being, you know, smart choice. For people with seated disease and gluten sensitivity with allergy, that's not a choice. No. That's an obligated, you know, mandate. Mm-hmm. They cannot do otherwise because mm-hmm. if they ingest something that has, is cross-contaminated with gluten, they will pay dear consequences. Yeah. That depends who you are. can be, you know, the single stomachache uh, that will really put you, uh, you know, in an uncomfortable situation all the way to severe pain that will put you out of commission for weeks and over time. Particularly seal disease can be very, very severe consequences, the worst being you can develop intestinal cancer. So you appreciate that, again, going gluten-free is not just an act of treatment so that you are stay healthy, but also treat an act of prevention to avoid, you know, negative consequences over time. So that's the reason why I really take exceptions when the people yeah. that brush this off as a fad. I do too. Uh, or brush it off as some kind of uh, sensationalization in the food industry. You know, we can talk about that when we come back. Uh, we have a fabulous one of our listeners called in. Raul, we will get to you right after the break. We'll bring you right on. For those of you here that are just tuning in, I am so thrilled to have Dr. Fasano joining me here today. The book is Gluten Freedom. 
And, you know, this is a book by the founder and director of the Center for Celiac Research at Massachusetts General Hospital, Harvard Medical School. And by the way, uh, one of the nation's leading experts, you know, somebody that said yes to a field of study that was uh, not very popular to study. But we're very grateful that he did. When we come back, Raul, we'll bring you on board with your question and we'll talk about how you can decide whether or not this is something that's going on with you. Some of the myths around this. Do you gain weight? Do you lose weight? What can you do? Stay tuned. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. Where do you desire to go in your life? Are you only looking outside yourself for the answers? What if you use your soul's wisdom to lead the way? So what is the soul and how do you access its wisdom? Soul Suitcase with Victoria Cohen will unpack these questions and help you tap into and trust your own inner voice to solve everyday problems. Our Soul Suitcase is a treasure chest of wisdom inside us waiting to be discovered. Listen to Soul Suitcase while Victoria Cohen takes everyday situations like job loss, relationship struggles, parenting challenges, work stress, and health concerns and shows you how awakening to your inner voice helps you make more conscious choices where your life flows more smoothly with greater clarity purpose, grace, and ease. As a psychotherapist and soul coach, Victoria has inspired thousands of clients over the past 31 years to listen to their inner wisdom and let it guide them on their true path. You can learn this too on Soul Suitcase with Victoria Cohen. Your soul suitcase is packed. Are you ready to start your journey? Hi, this is David Zarza. And Philip Zarza. And we're the Sophisticated Guys. And we're here with your tip of the week. Feeling drained or wiped out too early during the day? Your body and mind are communicating with you. This week's sophisticated tip of the week is to help you get more focused, refreshed, and energized whenever you need. Here's how. Dedicate two times during your day, in the morning and afternoon, to take five minutes to close your eyes and breathe deeply. After five minutes of this, you'll notice how much more alert and present you become. Get your edge on. This technique works wherever and whenever you'd like. Just not while driving. Learn more or schedule a session by visiting GetSophisticated.com. That's G-E-T-S-O-P-H-I-S-T-I-G-A-Y-T-E-D.com and call 206-420-8660. Once again, that's 206-420-8660. Grateful patients have been saying it for 25 years. When in pain, see Dr. Thane. Dr. Thane of Wellness One of Bellevue has been named one of the nation's top chiropractors by the Consumers Research Council of America, and for good reason. He has helped his patients recover their energy and vitality after car accidents, sports injuries, herniated discs, fatigue due to stress, the list goes on. The website is bellevue.wellnessone.net. When in pain, see Dr. Thane. That's bellevue.wellnessone.net. The colorful world of energy is all around you. Join Lynn Brown on July 19th, 2.30 p.m. to 4.30 p.m. at Maya Whole Health Studio and learn about the colorful world of chakras, your aura, and what it all means. You'll learn how each chakra corresponds to different aspects of your physical body, material world, and why it is important to give them love and attention. Each attendee will receive a reading on the most prominent color in their aura. Let's get into it. Call 425-271-0200 and register now.
Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back. You got to have faith, Benny. Don't you think you got to have faith? Just bring it in the church theme. Just bring it. We know that's how that's what that we're all song, about here. Yeah. We know how that song goes, we're in though, church. right? Church. That song goes. That we're, is like, yeah. I'll break out the rest of it, but this is important. It's important. Bring the Lord into it. This church. There we go. Welcome back, everyone. You heard it first, right here on the, the congregation. Show. We brought it in. Spiritual. Yeah. Bring it up, you Pat. Gots to have the faith. You gotta know what is right for you. Get the information that you need. And believe that you can make a change in your life. And that's why we're doing this show today. You know, there has been a lot said about gluten, about whether or not you can be gluten-free. And, you know, a lot said about how painful it is, how awful the food is. And I got to tell you, that is not my experience. If you want to taste some delicious food, this book has got all the recipes in it. But I also want to say something else. If you're wondering how you can get delicious gluten-free dressing, we're partnering with Galeos. Uh, and if you go to their website, uh, Galeos Cafe, there is amazing things you can get uh, from their site. And believe it or not, it doesn't have to taste bad. So the old story uh, out here, Dr. Fasano, the old story about food is not good, it doesn't have to taste good, that's like old. But for now, I would like you to give people the best way to find out about you. And then we've got a caller who wants to chat with you. Sure. What's your website? What's the best place we should send people? www.celiaccenter.org. That's the best website to come to our, you know, uh, Celiac yeah. Center's website. And from there you can navigate and take yeah. a look at, you know, all the stuff that pertains to gluten-related disorders. Yeah, fabulous, fabulous section here on education, on research. Mr. Benny, let's go to the phones. Raul from Seattle, welcome to the show. Hey, Raul, how can we help you today? Hello, Dr. Pack. Dr. Fasano, this is a, probably a huge honor for me to speak to you right now. Um, My pleasure, I Raul. Take, uh, I want to ask a couple of questions to go a little bit beyond of the, the regular okay. gluten-free diet. My question is to do with grains, uh, corn, especially, which is I think it's America's killer right now, cross-reaction food like coffee and dairy, and, and I think that will help probably take it to the next level, maybe. All right. So what's your question? Do you want to know about the effects of uh, cross? I, w- I would like to hear his opinion about okay. grains. Okay, about grains. And cross-reaction, yeah. Oh, this is going to be a good conversation, right? Because Because sure. what we're talking about are there are grains which are grown, and then there's corn that's grown, and then there's what we do in our food source with those things that are grown. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. So, Raul, there are two aspects of the story here. If we're talking about, um, you know, cross-reaction because corn can be cross-contaminated contaminated with gluten, no question. That can happen all the time. And matter of fact, you know, uh, it, is, it doesn't really matter how you start. You can start with the gluten-free products, and then at the end of the pipeline, what you put in your mouth has gluten in it. It doesn't do too good, you know, if this is intrinsically gluten-free or not. So you got to be careful in that sense. If on the other hand, you're, uh, you're, you're alluded to the possibility of a cross-reaction of corn uh, because it has substances intrinsically in this grain that can really set off the same kind of inflammation that gluten does, uh, you know, when you ingest gluten-containing grains. I'm not an agronomer, but listening to our, you know, uh, colleagues agronomers, it seems that that's not the case. Matter of fact, you know, 
the reason why gluten is so toxic for so many people is one of the few proteins that cannot be completely digested. If you consider proteins like a sort of pearl necklace, in order to make use of proteins, you need to break them down, cut in pieces, and then peel these pearls that we call amino acids once at a time. Uh, we can do this process with everything, including with the proteins here in corn, but we cannot do this with gluten because we don't have the scissors, what we call enzymes, yeah. to break down completely gluten. And when you have pieces of uh, peptides uh, like gluten undigested, those are the ones that the immune system see as possible enemy and react against. So that's pretty much the reason why gluten can arm you and proteins in corn seems not to be harmful. Right. Yeah, the reason why I asked that question, if you don't mind, is because I've read Sissy or uh, other doctors talk about the gluten-like proteins, like you just mentioned, in grains that can be highly uh, influential for people, highly reactive for people with the gluten yes. sensitivity. That, that, it is true. It is true that there is, beside gluten, there are, uh, in, in wheat, um, there are other similar protein in barley and rye uh, that can do the same kind of arm. And the reason why is because, like gluten, they cannot be completely uh, digested. So it mm-hmm. is true there are other grains other than um, you know gluten-containing grains like like wheat, right. but not in corn for right. wh- for whatever mm-hmm. we know right now. Right. Well, one of the things, Raul, one of the things I want to say about this is, you know, there are different degrees of things. And, you know, in my own healing journey, I had to go through a series of filtering in order to figure it out. So you start with gluten. In my case, my my doctor, Dr. Darvish, started with gluten right off the top. But by the time we were done really figuring out, quote, the sensitivity, so to speak, right, Uh, I had eliminated everything white. I had eliminated corn and, you know, and I had eliminated grains. I mean, and that doesn't mean that I, you know, I mean, I really didn't miss any of that. But I had to be acutely aware of food that I was getting or eating that had that in it. Now, why is that the case? Probably, you'll, you know, we'll do a show here in the future that talks about genetically modified food. We'll talk about the journey of corn. And then also the question is, are you actually really eating just corn? Unless you get it off, the, uh, unless you're going to grab the corn right off the cob like we did in Jersey growing up. What is it that you're getting in corn, even in frozen food and other things? So, Raul, you see how, the, you know, see how we have to kind of peel the onion back. Right. And, and it's not a one size fits all. You see what I'm saying? Uh, absolutely. Yeah. What is, what is interesting is, like you said, you know, the, the filters and the things that can be absolutely cross-reactions, you know. Like even That's right. People can react, can react, be sensitive to coffee and dairy. But thank you so much. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah, you're welcome. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. You know, one of the keys, Dr. Fasano, we'll talk about this, you know, what some of the reactions are. If you're sitting, right, let's just talk reality for a minute. If you're sitting with a bowl of fruit in front of you and some yogurt, let's just talk about this for a second. Got a bowl of fruit in front of you. You got some yogurt in it. You threw some nuts in it. You thought the nuts were clean, whatever that is. And you're sitting there and you're eating that. Your nose starts to run, right? You see what I'm saying here for a minute? Yep. Something's not right. I don't know. Oh, yeah. I don't know what it is that's not right, but that may not be celiac, 
but it may be something that you have to look at in different sensitivity. Oh, um, absolutely. I can go from the chemicals on yeah. the fruit to, yeah. to uh, you know, the nuts that were not cleaned uh, and uh, or that you develop allergy to uh, nuts uh, and, um, you know, the list can go on and on and yeah. on. Yeah. And, and in the case of there was, you know, in your case, for example, yeah. it's entirely possible that you have multiple, you know, sensitivities, <laughs> one with the gluten and the other one to corn and so on and so forth. Keep in mind that, again, you know, there is another issue that is extremely mm-hmm. important, I, how the intestine is working. If everything works okay and intestine does its job the right way, you can minimize this cross-reactivity or what I considered more appropriate terms, multiple reactivities, not cross-reactivities. But if the intestine doesn't work well, let's say that it has a problem in terms of gut permeability or leaky gut, whatever you want to call it, and you don't give the time to the system to completely dismantle this potentially harmful, you know, proteins, uh, because, again, these proteins can be pussycat yeah. if they stay out until yeah. they will be dismantled. But if they find a way to come in before to be completely digested, even the most useful and healthy proteins like cow's milk proteins can become harmful and you can develop allergies to cow's milk because it comes through without being digested. Yeah. Let's talk about the gluten-free diet for a minute, and let's talk about some of the myths, some of the misconceptions that have been out there floating around. First of all, you know, let's talk about what people should be aware of and how to begin going on this journey. What should they look for? And, you know, there's, there's something else, too, that we should address, if you don't mind. There are a lot of myths out there. People say, oh, I'll gain weight. No, I'll lose weight. Oh, I'll do this. I'll do that. Um, Where do we begin to help people start on the journey to eliminate gluten in their diets? Well, the strongest advice that I would give to anybody that either has the feeling that gluten is arming or that it's been already diagnosed with something is to really seek the advice and the help of a very knowledgeable dietitian. Again, this is not a, 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 a fashion. This is a medical necessity. As you, you know, talk with your doctor, if you have to take insulin or you have to take, you know, uh, anti-inflammatory drugs, uh, you don't do this by yourself. The same applies to the gluten-free diet. The fact is not just a diet and not a medication doesn't vilify the importance to do this right. Um, So first advice, do not go on a gluten-free diet unless you've been discussing the matter with a a health care professional because you want first figure out if indeed this is the right direction to go. And second, if it is, how to do this right? Because, you know, um, while gluten by itself is nutritionally useless, going gluten-free, you decrease the intake of important stuff like fibers, minerals, and vitamins that needs to be supplemented to stay healthy. Now, the other thing is, you know, on paper, the diet is simple. You can eat everything but grains containing, you know, wheat and barley and rye. Right. Easy to say, but because of what we were discussing before, cross-contamination, uh, the popularity of gluten-containing food and so on, it's very, very difficult to embrace. And that's the reason why the dietitian can give you some guidelines on how to play the game. At the beginning, mistakes will be made. But, you know, on a go, it's like when you learn biking. You're going to fall when you take the trailing wheels out. But, you know, when you learn, then you will 
just go with the mechanic that is gone, and you will naturally, you know, pedal your bike and enjoy the ride, and don't don't really pay attention to stay, you know, uh, on an equilibrium there. Yeah. And 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 the myth that you were talking about, yeah. you know, wh- why this gluten-free diet should go, you know, it's it's amazing to me that you know of the almost 100 million people that will consume a gluten-free product this year in the United States, yes. the vast majority, they go gluten-free because they believe it is healthy. Uh, that Again, uh, on paper it is, if you imply no junk food anymore, that you prepare your food yourself so you know where you put your mouth and therefore you can use prepacked food and so on and so forth. And there are a lot of natural gluten-free products like fruits and vegetables, fish, meats, poultry, and so on and so forth. They are very healthy. Provided you take this in a balance. But it's also a large proportion of people, they go gluten-free because they want to lose weight. Here, you got to be careful because if you start to use, you know, substitutes of gluten-containing counterparts like gluten-free pasta, pizza, beer, cookies, and so on and so forth, to make them palatable, because now the product is much better than before, you know, they have to substitute the gluten with something else. And in general, it's sugars and fat. So if you abuse of those products, actually you gain weight. You don't lose weight. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, again, if you decide to embrace a natural gluten-free diet and therefore you eliminate, you know, junk food, you may eventually lose weight. But it, again, it's all about how you improve, right. you know, improve the diet. Uh, Let's talk for a minute about the, um, you know, we talked about the gut for a minute, but I want to talk about some of the things, at least that I experienced, and maybe you can provide some clarification. You know, it was really interesting to see what happened as I started to eliminate gluten from my diet. Um, I felt like I was sharper. I felt like I slept better. And, you know, there's this thing that, I mean, I'm Italian. For me to give up Italian bread, oh, oh. (laughs) Pizza? Oh, until, you know, now we've come full circle and you now you can get gluten-free. But for me not to have that. But at the, at the same time, here's what I've discovered. You know, sitting there eating, you know, a half a loaf of Italian bread, I feel tired. My brain is not working right. What is the relationship between gluten and the brain? Well, we knew very little until the recent past, and finally we see the light at the end of the tunnel. The fact that there is a direct you know, crosstalk between the gut and mm-hmm. the brain has been known for a long time. But what is the role of gluten in doing this? And, Pat, this is something that a lot of people that have gluten-related disorders, they experience chronic headache, you know, short memory loss, foggy minds, you know, depression, anxiety, all the way to you know, severe stuff like schizophrenia and so on and so forth. So how this can happen? Well, the short answer is, as I mentioned in the book, the gut is not like Las Vegas. What happened in the gut does not stay in the gut. <laughs> so the bottom line is that, you know, you have, you know, this enemy that comes through and these soldiers that we call immune cells, they rush on the battlefield to fight against this enemy. And in doing that, they develop, you know, and deploy weapons that create collateral damage that we call inflammation. Sometimes, for a reason they are not clear to us, these soldiers will leave the intestine and go somewhere else. And we know that even if the fight starts there, it can spread everywhere. As a matter of fact, you know, the symptoms that you can have with gluten-related disorders can be very well outside your gut. You have, you know, this, uh, you know, immune cells that go to the joint that you develop joint pain, go to the skin and you have a skin rash. 
it can go in the brain yep. and create there collateral damage that will make you tired, that can make you foggy mind, that can make you uh, anxious or depressed and so on and so forth. So that, in my humble opinion, is the most likely explanation why that happened. Uh, you know, one of the things also I want to talk with you about is, and I know you do discuss this, uh, I want to talk about autism for a minute, if we could. Uh, you know, and, and I know this was this is probably a question that you may or may not have an answer to. We're really clear about how quickly autism is rising in this country, especially uh, amongst children. I mean, I've been following it now for 15 years is there a, what do we have in terms of evidence or research or even your opinion about the relationship between gluten and autism, if there is any? So there's an entire chapter in the book dedicated to gluten and the brain. And mm-hmm. the two issues that we discussed at length yep. are autism and schizophrenia. Yep. You're right. We're in the midst of a very scary epidemic. Yep. In only 25 years, we went from 1 in 5,000 to right. 1 in 80 and growing. Right. So uh, this is very, very scary. We are at risk to lose a generation of young kids, particularly boys, to uh, the, uh, you know, the, uh, to be, you know, into this, you know, loss you know, field of autism. What, what is going on here? What is the role of gluten? Here, the debate is very harsh, and there are two major camps. The believers that believe that everybody with autism needs to go gluten-free, and the non-believers that say this is bogus. And, and, and again, this debate now has been taking, the, you know, unforeseeable proportion because, again, the two camps are very adamant in fighting, you know, and, and imposing their position. My view, it's that the truth is something in the, in, in the middle. Mm-hmm. Because again, uh, the believers, they sustain what is not sustainable, that this is the panacea to resolve all the problem with autism. Um, the, uh, the non-believers, they really are out of touch of the reality when they say, you know, if gluten-free diet is okay and is appropriate for people with, with uh, you know, autism, then let's see how frequent the seated disease, because if it's frequent, you're right. And the disease is rare. I mean, you know, it's 2-3% among the autistic kids, but still higher than the general population, yes. but that implies that 97 plus percent of kids without this has no business to go on a gluten-free diet. Mm-hmm. And these people don't appreciate that besides gluten, uh, besides the disease, gluten can create problems also through gluten sensitivity. The reality yeah. of the story is that autism is the final destination. How you got there can be different from one kid to another. And therefore, there is not going to be a, 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 a magic bullet that will fix them all. But it's a subgroup of kids that take you know, the path of gluten-related uh, disorder to go to the final destination of autism. The key element is to understand who took this path. Right. Based on our data, roughly 20% of kids with autism, they have a gluten-related disorder. They will have a business to go on the gluten-free diet. The challenge is to find who are these 20 so that they can be tested first. And based on these positive biomarkers, then they can be put on a gluten-free diet and have a return on investment. I think this is a big conversation because, you know, part of this is, and you do address this in the book, which is beautiful, is, you know, I, I have, uh, I, I know somebody that has twin boys, uh, and not Benny, but somebody else that has twin boys. And, you know, the path they went down was one of the boys was affecting, the other wasn't. And so they thought, well, they're twins, so why is one and not the other? 
And down the road, they happened to go to a phenomenal naturopath we have here who was able to pull that apart because there's a myth, right, that if you have twins, that if one has something, the other should have it. But that's not the case. You know, you can have siblings, right? Uh, And one may be affecting the other one not, correct? Yes, and this speaks volumes of what now we understand what is the real recipe for these conditions. Uh As I was mentioned before, genes are important, but not, you know, uh, sufficient. So, you know, you can be even identical twins and one have maybe affected the other one not. Why? Because the environment plays a tremendously important role. It's like that you are, when you're born, a marble block. Now, what are you going to become depends on the sculpture. And, 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 you know, the carver is the environment. And, you know, you can have a very different outcome, even if the block is identical, like identical twins at the beginning, if you're going to become, you know, a, a, a beautiful sculpture or something abstract that's very difficult to interpret right. because the environment can make the difference. Wow. Thank you for a great show today. I wanted to, again, uh, you know, thank you so much. This is a fabulous book. For those of you out there, not only is it very informative, but there are some absolutely delicious recipes in here. Uh, And I cannot even believe the one for gluten-free peanut butter cookies. That is like so (laughs) on my radar. Uh, What is the future? What can we look forward to? Where do we go from here with the conversation about uh, gluten? Well, we have two ambitions. One, again, to find out who really deserves to go on a gluten-free diet Mm -hmm. so that they can have an improvement in life. Uh, um, And this is what we were talking about that we call technically personalized medicine. But the holy grail is prevention. Mm -hmm. We embark in a very large and ambitious project that, uh, you know, uh, that we call CDGEM. That stands for CD Disease Genome Environmental Metabolomic and Microbiome, you know, study this mouthful uh, means we want to see if we can have red flags uh, in infants or risk of C disease that would tell us beforehand who may eventually later on develop C disease and stop it so that would never materialize. That's our dream. That's our goal. And this was something unthinkable until the recent past, but we know enough about, you know, the steps that leads to severe disease and possibly autoimmune disease that we can conceptualize such a thing. And I know we haven't talked about the other autoimmune diseases as well. I mean, we've I, I've done it on this show with Dr. Darvish and others, you know, to, to really see the the effect, right, that gluten has beyond celiac. Oh, yeah. The effect is enormous, isn't it? Yes, yes. There are evidence that at least for type 1 diabetes, gluten can have an effect. And there are some suspected, you know, roles in multiple sclerosis, rheumatoid yes. arthritis, and so yep. on and so forth. I really believe that studying, you know, intimately celiac disease and its mechanism, we yep. can acquire those information and spell out to other autoimmune disease, hopefully to find a solution that we don't have right now for these other conditions. You're absolutely right. I want to thank you so much. I have one last question. What's your personal message? What would you like to leave us with today? Well, I I think that, again, the the last word of wisdom, if you allow me to, is to, you know, uh, tell the folks, listen, um, you know, there are factual evidence out there that, you know, gluten can be something that can harm, but you need to be aware that, again, generalization is not the way to go. And, again, if you really, really do believe that you have a problem with gluten, please do your own work and, and be in touch with a healthcare professional that will guide you in this path. 
Um, I, I believe that, again, this is the best advice I can give, you know, to uh, the listener of your show. And, and, of course, you know, if you will be so generous to take a look at the book that has been written in a very conversational, non-technical way. That's Some great. people, they say they cannot put down like a, a romance. Yeah. Uh, I believe that, again, you will have a lot of your question answered. Uh, it's a fabulous book. It is so written for people like me. It's that it is. It's a. It is written like a little romance novel. It gives you a lot of information, great recipes, inspirational stories, and hope for the future. Thank you for joining me here today. Short break, everyone. Lynn Brown is in the house. We'll be right back. lifestyle in retirement? It's a question people often wonder about. Ask Ameriprise Financial Advisor Jeff Packman about the new Confident Retirement Approach. You and Jeff can break down retirement planning step-by-step to get the real answers you need. Call Jeff Packman Financial Advisor today at 425-453-0272. Office is located at 601 108th Avenue Northeast, Suite 1800, Bellevue, Washington, 98004. The Confident Retirement Approach is not a guarantee of future financial results. Investment and advisory products and services are made available through Ameriprise Financial Services Incorporated, a registered investment advisor. Ameriprise Financial Services Incorporated, member of FINRA and SIPC. Holistic Medical Center is where you find it all. A healthy space with doctors who care, see, and listen to the whole you. Hi, this is Dr. Darvish. If you have not found an answer to your chronic symptoms, you will find answers here at Holistic Medical Center. Our doctors find the root cause of your symptoms and guide your body towards healing naturally. We transform lives from within. Visit drdarvish.com or call 425-451-0404. Do you want to enjoy your salad dressing without the guilt of calories, processed ingredients, salt, and carbohydrates? Galios miso dressings are created in a certified organic plant with all natural organic ingredients. Choose from six delicious flavors. Order your dressings online now and get free shipping. Mention Dr. Pat and you will get an additional 10% discount. Visit www.galeoscafe.com. That's G-A-L-E-O-S cafe.com. Tune in to Sheer Alchemy with Leslie Fontaine on TransformationTalkRadio.com and get ready to stir up your passions, remove your blocks, and shift into an entirely new existence. Speaker, teacher, channel, clairvoyant, Leslie Fontaine is a transformation catalyst who channels a powerful energy from source to catapult listeners into living the life they were born to live. Whether it's shifting from scarcity to abundance, from emotional pain into joy, or from illness into health, Leslie will help you step into the true essence and power of all that you are with the help of the Ascended Masters and Archangels. You will not be the same. Visit TransformationTalkRadio.com for show dates and times and LeslieFontaine.com to say yes to explosive abundance. 
Tune in to Angels and Answers with Artie Hoffman, the hottest psychic with the warmest heart, every Friday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time and 1 p.m. Eastern Time on Transformation Talk Radio. With passion and a sense of humor, he delivers spiritual and motivational messages for both individuals and groups of people and is internationally known for his amazing psychic abilities. Don't forget to call in at 800-930-2819 for live on-air readings and visit Artie at ArtieHoffman.com. Tune in to Sheer Alchemy with Leslie Fontaine on TransformationTalkRadio.com and get ready to stir up your passions, remove your blocks, and shift into an entirely new existence. Speaker, teacher, channel, clairvoyant, Leslie Fontaine is a transformation catalyst who channels a powerful energy from source to catapult listeners into living the life they were born to live. Whether it's shifting from scarcity to abundance, from emotional pain into joy, or from illness into health, Leslie will help you step into the true essence and power of all that you are with the help of the Ascended Masters and Archangels. You will not be the same. Visit TransformationTalkRadio.com for show dates and times and LeslieFontaine.com to say yes to explosive abundance. 